it's just the tears started really flowing down because it was real back home and, and he's not there. Mostly just somebody that we've hopefully helped mold in the right way over the last 18 years. And um, we just put him in God's hands. And Hey everyone, uh, as this episode is coming out, uh, it is late Friday night. Uh, the kickoff for some of um, high school football season, college football just around the corner, and uh, summer break is over. A lot of kids back in school, uh, and uh, I want to talk a little bit about that on this episode of the Run the Race podcast, one of our uh, kind of Friday editions, Friday Food for Thought. These episodes, again, are you know, about 10 or 15 minutes long, kind of shorter versions, uh, just me talking about something you know related to fitness or faith um, and uh, pulling out some news and, and talking, to, giving some insight and some some. Uh, personal perspective as well because you know we want to talk about letting go and we talk about college football being around the corner Uh, we as parents had to let go of our son our son Zachary uh, who uh, graduated high school and he is now a student at the University of Georgia Uh, one of the uh, the, one of the you know freshmen this the largest freshman class in UGA history more than 6,200 young men and women now on that campus, and uh, so he's moved into a dorm now with a, a roommate that he knows. Uh, but it's it's tough uh, for us, and maybe you can relate. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be you uh, saying goodbye to a college student. Maybe you're sending your uh, son or daughter off to kindergarten or uh, off to their first job or or something like that. So uh, you know, that it's a it's a it's a big change. And when our kids enter new seasons of life, really, so do we. And so trusting God with our kids with our sons and our daughters, becomes even more important and having that faith. Because growing up is hard, and that's not just for the kids. Uh, growing up is, is tough for us to deal with as well. And there's a verse in uh, Psalms 31:14 that says, But I am trusting you, O Lord, saying you are my God. And, and, and that's evidence, or that's, that's David there, evidence of him turning away from his doubts and fears. Because he was realizing there was really no chance of him winning battles against his enemies without the help of of God. And there's this blogger who's a single mom and of, of three young adults, Tracy Miles. I found this uh, on her blog, tracymiles.com. Uh, she says that David faced a, a physical enemy, which he did, but often you know, we face a, an invisible enemy, uh, which is can be our out-of-control emotions, especially when our little ones, our teenagers, our college students are, are heading off and um, time for them to be on their own and be independent. And so, um, you know, David himself, he boldly proclaimed his trust in God in that verse you say there. So, you know, even though we you know, had the best intention to trust in God with our kids, there's still going to be worries and fears out there still in our minds for our kids kind of going off on our own and, and not knowing what they're doing. For, for us, personally, you know, our, our son's very independent. He's been doing a lot of stuff on his own for the last few years and driving himself working several jobs and uh, um, hanging out with friends and, and doing things on his own and having his own bank accounts and spending his own money. And so uh, there's been a lot of independence there already. And, and you know, so this is just a, a different feel for us because he's gone for perhaps several months. We might not see him back home again until Thanksgiving or pro- possibly late October for a fall break. So, so it's tough to leave him there. But 
The move-in was very smooth. Took a couple hours to get all this stuff up into his ninth-floor dorm and to get everything settled in the room the way they wanted. And so we helped out as much as we could. But I remember, you know, in orientation at the University of Georgia a couple weeks ago, they they gave us a kind of a, an anecdote. They said that uh, for a long time, especially when your kids were younger, you were um, on the front of the bike and driving, and, and you know, you were leading the way, and your son or daughter was on the back of the bike. Well, they say now, if you haven't done it already. Um, your son or daughter goes to the front of the bike and you need to be on the back. That doesn't mean you're off the bike totally. That means you're you're still on the bike and available if they need it for coaching or advice or probably money, <laughs> but um, you know, you need to take a back seat and let them make their own decisions, make some good decisions and uh, wise ones, or maybe some unwise choices as well, and learn from those and, and rebound back from that. And so uh, that's kind of what we did. And and uh, you know, gave gave him a big hug goodbye, uh, me and my wife, and and um, and and so it wasn't real emotional at that time um, because you know we were kind of mentally prepared for this, and we drove back home about three hours from Athens. But when we got home, and I walked into Zach, our, our son's room, which was you know kind of cleaned up and and half empty now, that's when the emotions hit me as a dad. You know, I'm not. Uh, I don't cry a lot unless I'm watching movies like Field of Dreams or something like that. But um, it was it was me that just the tears started really flowing down because it was real back home and, and he's not there. Mostly just somebody that we've hopefully helped mold in the right way over the last 18 years. And um, we just put him in God's hands. And, and uh, hopefully he, can, he gets involved with some great people there. He already has. He's already attended church there at the University of Georgia and, um, and gotten to know some, some new folks there. And, uh, you know, as uh, Tracy Miles' blogger says, it's, you know, you ask God to fill your heart with peace and comfort and trust that He is in control of what your kids are doing. Pray for the Holy Spirit to, to guide them and pray for your, your kids daily, for uh, their their heart and their life. Uh, we, we prayed with Zach. Uh, we were there as a family, prayed for him in the parking lot there outside the dorm as we left and wanted to make sh- sure that he knows that we care. And, um, you know, you want them to have godly influences in their life and continue praying for them, even though they're not here with you physically for the next few months, continue praying for them. And because and uh, it's it's not easy. It's tough to let go of the reins of your kids' lives. And, um, you know, this blogger, Tracy Miles, says that um, when we focus on our faith instead of our worries and trust God will be looking after them, the letting go seems a little less stressful. So that's uh, some wise words from her. And um, it's something that we've taken to heart that we could just continue praying for him just for his safety and protection because you never know what's going to happen out there. Um, you know, and so uh, but but we know that he is. He's a, a great kid, a great young man, I'll say, uh, an adult. He's actually taller than I am. And uh, kind of our food for thought today deals with this as well uh, as we pull uh, some news of the day and uh, kind of some insight into uh, kind of what, uh, you know, what, what the topic is of the week for fitness or faith on this Run the Race podcast, which, by the way, you can find, again, on WTVM.com slash podcast. We're up to nearly 120 episodes now, and uh, we are rolling right along. Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, you can listen all on there and tell your friends about it. Um, we're going to have a great guest next week. 
uh, a guy that I met kind of on a virtual race during the uh, pandemic, and he just recently ran more than 200 miles for uh, for the raising money, more than $10,000 raising money for, for MS. And so we're going to hear about that uh, uh, eight-day adventure he had and how he got into running and and uh, the the power of positivity, um, but back to our uh, food for thought for this Friday. This is an article from uh, Fox News called "Parents Need to Let Go at the College Drop-Off So Kids Can Thrive." Experts say. So uh, obviously, you know, it's an exciting time for us and for many other moms and dads all across the nation. Uh, there's millions of kids going off to college, all ages, 18 to, to 22 to, to 30-something perhaps. Um, and, you know, with your kids, there's anxiety, there's loss, but there's also incredible pride. It's kind of all mixed emotions. And uh, you're hugging your kids goodbye. They have this new adventure of higher education and really a new opportunity and period of growth as well. And so uh, this uh, this article has some expert, uh, smart survival tips for parents. If you're listening now, moms and dads, listen up. Uh, get your pen and a paper out and uh, write this down. The first one is cut back on the constant connection. So that's part of getting on the back of the bike. So if you're used to talking to your kid every day on the phone, uh, maybe don't call him. In fact, we called our son today for the first time since we last saw him on Sunday. So it's been like five days. We've texted him a few times, but we didn't want to bug him and and wanted him to kind of, you know, we we understand according to orientation that first uh, six weeks is vital to kind of let them find their own way on a college campus. And we can trust God that that's going to happen the right way. Um, so we don't want to come to college with our freshmen um, via technology or anything else. Uh, a Boston University associate clinical professor uh, for psychiatric rehabilitation, he says you want to promote independence in your kid, and this is really what uh, college is all about. And so you might want to, you know, kind of cut back again on that daily communication. Uh, he, he says, resist texting and telephoning the student every single day, which is, you know, good advice, I think. Meantime, the head of University of Arizona's Department of Communication says, you know, uh, don't be afraid to let your child struggle a little bit. You know, part of growing up, she says, is falling flat on your face, dealing with awkward and uncomfortable situations and plain old, not knowing what to do in a given situation. Because that's how it is in life sometimes. You know, you got to let them grow and let them, uh, you know, kind of make, uh, you know, learn from their mistakes and let them make those mistakes. Another tip is learn to support your child differently. So if you're letting go, um, doesn't mean you don't love them anymore. You're letting your kid kind of be independent. And uh, it just means expressing your care and commitment in a different way, according to experts. Karen Coburn, uh, she actually wrote a book called Letting Go, A Parent's Guide to Understanding the College Years. And she says, yes, it's challenging to you know find the balance between staying connected and letting go. And the college students really do benefit a lot from having interested, supportive, loving parents. Doesn't mean you have to be there with them or talk to them on a daily or even every other day basis though and uh last one is let them know you are there if they need you and so uh you know just just know this and when you're dropping them off to college 
you're, it's not goodbye forever. It's just goodbye for now because they will come home. Uh, they will maybe need to do some extra laundry or need some money or want to come home for some home cooking or just, you know, obviously spend time with their siblings and their mom and dad. Uh, hopefully they love us enough to come home during uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas and all those times. And so uh, definitely, you know, it's not goodbye forever. But, you know, it is like for me when I was tearful in his room when we came back home after dropping him off at college, um, it's one of those things where you um, – just kind of, you know, uh, just your emotions get a hold and you have to let it out. And uh, it, it's it's just a, it's a wake-up call that, you know, he's not here with us anymore. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and you just got to learn to support them in different ways and uh, and, and pray for them as well. It's, it's important to continue doing that and pray for us and, you know, us as parents too, pray for your spouse, your wife, or your husband. And uh, speaking of prayer, I'm going to do that now. Dear Lord, just thank you for this time together. And we pray for our son and so many sons and daughters that are out there, whether it be the University of Georgia or other higher education or, or off to you know, K through 12. Uh, uh, pray for safety and protection for them. Um, and, and that they are able to make the you know, wise decisions and look to you for guidance and trust you to help them to, to make those decisions and to, to be with the right people. And uh, Lord God, uh, that, that you know, keep them healthy uh, as there's so much stuff out there, uh, with whether it be COVID or the flu or anything else right now. And uh, Lord God, just help us as parents to let go and let you take over and to not uh, be helicopter parents and uh, just to uh, let them experience life and to learn more about themselves uh, as they go into this new world, uh, new adventure uh, as college students or maybe, you know, first time in elementary or high school. Uh, Lord God, that you will just help them along the way. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much again for listening to uh, Run the Race. And as, uh, as as I said, this is a Friday food for thought that's coming out late on this Friday night. So maybe you're listening over the weekend. And uh, so, uh, you know, hopefully you have some some great plans uh, going on. I'm actually going to be going to an Atlanta Braves game. Go Braves. And also going to be running, not a race, but I'm going to be running hopefully about 15 miles on this Saturday um, and maybe half of that with some folks that are running a 50K. So um, looking forward to spending some time with them and some getting some fitness, uh, getting some church online, some faith as well this weekend, and some sports, some baseball. So I uh, uh, hope you have a wonderful weekend, and uh, we'll catch you next week.